What's up, everybody? I'm Sarah. I'm Shauna. I'm Sam. And I'm Bobby. And this is Speaking of Murders. back everybody to another episode of speaking of murders and welcome to the new listeners before we get started on today's episode a little bit of business we have another show speaking of missing persons you should go check that out if you like this you'll like that uh if you want to see photos associated with today's case check out our socials they're linked in the show notes we got an instagram we got a facebook we post pictures associated with the case up there uh if you want bonus episodes you can find that on our patreon patreon.com slash missing murdered haunted some of them are public. Some of them you got to be a patron to get. Um, but either way, go over there. Check that out. You can listen to some stuff. It's good stuff. And if you have a case you want to hear on the show, send that to our email, speakingofmurders at gmail.com. So all of that stuff said, Shauna, let's hear part three of Pam Hup. Yes, let's get crazy with Pam Hup. So we ended part two at... Russell's trial starting, which was November 18th, 2003. I am only going to touch base on Russell's trial just a little, um, because basically what I talked about in part two is what gets brought into the trial. The prosecuting attorney had set up this elaborate mess on how Russ got his four friends to help him. Oh, so he's saying that they're all in on it. She is saying... Oh, she's saying they're all in on it. And here is her story. She said that Russ left their house, the the friend's house, left his cell phone there, had another friend stop at Arby's while Russ went home, got naked, killed Betsy, took a shower, got redressed, and his friends brought him the cell phone and the Arby's receipt. I'm sorry, what... So they're saying this was a team effort. They aren't just covering for him. They're actually actively helping him. Yeah. And Joel, while, like, in his closing arguments, was like, so now you're implicating four people. I was going to say, did they ever question any of his friends? Oh, no, they testified for Russ. The trial was also extremely messed up because any evidence Joel brought in about Pam got thrown out or the jury had to leave. What? What? They couldn't hear anything that Joel had to say about Pam. Because she wasn't on trial. So it wasn't admissible in court. But he's creating reasonable doubt for Russ and... Oh, the judge did not give a flying fuck. I will also tell you that the judge and the prosecuting attorney were friends in high school. Oh, okay. And like I said, the prosecuting attorney had also just got elected, if I didn't say this, I'm saying it now, as DA. Are they allowed to do that? I didn't think they were allowed to do things like that. They're not supposed to be able to. Like, Russ's lawyer should have been able to ask for a new judge. Right. Or a change of venue or something. But I think he might have and was denied. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So basically, um, because she had just gotten elected DA, she needed the win. So they pretty much put it in her favor. Yeah. Russ did not get a fair trial at all. The prosecuting attorney and Pam had also talked uh, his two stepdaughters into testifying against him in saying that he was violent. How the fuck did they manage that? Oh, I'm sure Pam was like, I "I control the money. I was going to say, how many of these people was that bitch promising life insurance money to? No one. So during Russ's trial, um, one of the police officers had actually like encouraged Pam to set up a trust for Betsy's daughters. To make herself look good. Pretty much. So they're actively helping her on top of it? Yes. So Pam went and opened a refundable trust. Of course. And she had only moved 100000 of the $150,000 into it. She went on to say that um, she was going to take the other 50000 and help a child of a friend, another friend who died of cancer. She was going to help their child with the other 50000 Like, that's not, that's Betsy's life insurance. It's not meant to go to just any... No, it was supposed to go to her children. Her children, specifically. And... Pam never gave that child money anyway. I was going to say, how many women with cancer was she vulturing? Who knows? A little after four hours, the jury came back with a guilty verdict and uh, sentenced Russ to life in prison without parole. That's insane. Wow. They had no clear-cut evidence against him. Oh, like, they none. had nothing. No, but they, they, his attorney wasn't allowed to show the jury anything that would prove that like prove his innocence there were reporters that got to sit in on this because this case wasn't televised they all of the media had to sit outside a couple of reporters were all that got into this trial and um even some of those reporters were like it is complete bullshit that they were making the jury literally get up and leave the room. Well, they do that in the, a lot of murder cases. Well, it was just insane because they could hear what Joel was saying, and they're like, this is crucial evidence to Russ's case. Well, yeah, but it wasn't... I, they weren't allowed to give any information about Pam. Okay, so before the trial had ended, though... Joel had asked Pam why it had taken her so long to set up the trust for Betsy's daughters, and her answer was, quote, My mother just died on October 31st of Alzheimer's that I, that I was taking care of. That's why I said she saw her mom all the time. This didn't really, like, have an effect or a meaning with Joel until later. We're going to talk about Pam's mom. Her name is Shirley. She lived in Lakeview Park, an assistant living community. On October 30th, Pam had picked her up and taken her to a doctor. Then that night, she had spent the night with Pam at her house, and she had dropped her back off on the 31st, like right around, you know, 5 p.m. or so. As Pam left the night of the 30th. So she picked her up on the 29th. She spent the night. They hung out. She dropped her back off on the 30th. And so the night of the 30th, as Pam left, she told staff that her mother wouldn't be down for dinner or breakfast the next day. 
After Shirley didn't show up for lunch on the 31st, a staff member went to check on her. When they got to her apartment, they found that the, f- the front door, you know, assistant living, it's like apartments. They had found that the front uh, door to her apartment was slightly open. There was water running in the bathroom, and as the staff member had walked inside, they saw that the glass sliding door that led to the balcony, so she was on the third floor, um, was open. And so she went over and found that the railing to Shirley's balcony had two metal bars missing, and Shirley was dead on the ground below. Not only were the two rails broken, there were multiples that had been pushed, like bent. And so experts came in later and would say that it would take twice the amount of force as Shirley's body weight to have broken those bars, let alone bent any of them. So Shirley was not capable of, even if she fell, breaking those metal bars. She was also found when the autopsy was done with eight times of the normal amount of ambient she was supposed to be taking in her system. I wonder what really happened. After the news broke, Schwartz remembered Pam saying, quote, If I really, hate to say it, wanted money, my mom's worth half a million that I get when she dies. If I really wanted money, there was an easier way. She's... So Ugh. she's just putting it out there, and people are overlooking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she literally telling said, them. Yeah. yeah, I can't handle this case. The amount of stupidity. Oh, I forgot to say is insane. Yeah, I do want to go back and say because it's important. After Russ was convicted, like sentenced, Joel put his hand on his shoulder and said that he was going to stop at nothing until he got the sentence overturned. That he was going to do everything in his fucking power to get Russ out of prison because he did not deserve to be there. No, he didn't. Yeah, but normally to uh, through appeals and all that shit, it takes years and years. I know, it takes a really long time. After Russ's trial, and when I say after, I mean like weeks, Pam went and withdrew the $100,000 from the trust she had opened for the girls. Well, of course. That's why I made a point to say it was refundable. Then Pam and Mark turned around and bought a four-bedroom house on Shelby Point in O'Fallon, which she chalked up to her cashing in IRAs. So she said she used her IRA, not the The life insurance money. A liar. But where's the money then, Pam? What? what she did why would she need to use an ira if she got money from her mom from her mother i don't oh because she said that that half a million had to be split four ways and she technically only walked out with two thousand dollars after paying for funeral expenses there is no No way. way i know even with being split four ways there is no way no what she didn't realize The fact she withdrew that trust allowed Joel to get a Mooney motion granted for Russ, which this has only happened three times in the history of Missouri before this case. And basically what that meant was Russ got a new trial. Good. Good. It was, I'm pretty sure it was the... He got a new judge and there was no jury. 
I'm pretty sure it's he got granted that because he's took it to the grand like the he did the grand jury was like supreme uh court the supreme court was like mm. but the fact that pam withdrew the trust made it easier for yeah. that motion to be granted so he got a new judge and joel had advised him to waive a jury trial and just go with a judge only like decision which the judge make the decision honestly pretty smart that's probably pretty smart yeah but it's really really risky because it is counting on one person i understand that but considering how his last one went oh yeah there's no way i would i if i was him i would have been like uh uh-uh you ain't putting me up against lincoln county again um russ is a free man he's he spent three years in prison and he is doing well so then how did it go for pam so if he won his trial here we go buckle up take a seat belt august this is when you need to hold on to your bibs it is oh this is where shit gets real give me yours (laughs) shit gets real (laughs) fucked august 16th 2016 a 911 call would take 16 yeah in 2016 he was in prison for three years yeah he got his trial in 2013 like his trial i was wondering i was very confused in the she died the second episode she there was a point that you said 2018 for something i said november 18th 2013 I'm not sure about that, but anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay. So well, 2016. Got it. A 911 call would take police right to Pam's house. When they arrived, a man a man named Louis Gumpenberger was shot to death in her home. This part makes me really sad. Yeah, Shauna has a hard time with this part. Pam willingly went to the police department for an interview. The first thing she asked when she got there was, quote, is this going to be filmed because I always appear on the news with KTV reporter Chris Hayes. She then started to blame Chris for the threats and the attack she had just went through. She blamed the news guy? Yeah. Pam said what happened was when she pulled into her driveway, a man, Lewis, hopped out of a silver SUV used a knife to threaten her as he said, take me to the bank for, quote, Russ's money. I will tell you that while in this first interview, she said she didn't know a Russ, by the way. She then knocked the the knife out of Lewis's hand with a karate chop. That's in quotes. She said a karate chop. Okay. (laughs) A karate chop? Yeah, that was, like, quoted from interview tapes. My gosh. She immediately ran for her gun in her nightstand drawer. Lewis chased after her, and she unloaded a clip in, unloaded the clip into him, shooting him in self-defense. She also says that in this interview that she advanced on him. She actually uses those words. I advanced on him. And then unloaded my clip. Yeah, which is not allowed. Which isn't, yeah, that's not in self-defense then. That's and you're I, chasing him down. Yeah. Okay. And I would like to tell if you that sh- this is not Lincoln County Police. This is O'Fallon Police. So. Okay. 
because this happened in her O'Fallon home. Okay, well, we're going to have faith then. Lewis was shot a total of five times in the hallway of the Hup home a little after 12 p.m. He had $900 in his pocket and a handwritten note that said, quote, kidnap Hup, get Russ's money from Hup at the bank, and kill Hup. Take Hup back to house, get rid of her, make it look like Russ's wife, make sure knife sticking out of neck. In return for a reward of $10,000. And I'm assuming this note was in her handwriting? So basically what happened was they also bought, brought Russ in for questioning for this. Of course And they Russ did. panicked. He fucking panicked. He was like, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. And they're like, we know. And they had him rewrite that same note as they read it to him. He wrote it. They made him do this over 15 times to make sure that he could not replicate the way it was written on that paper. So he didn't even get to see it, which is good. I mean, that's smart. You know, when you see handwriting, you try to replicate it. Right. They didn't even let him see it. They just read it to him over and over and over again. So, no, Russ... They And after that, after he had wrote this note that many times, they're like, you didn't do it. Go away. Have fun. Okay, so we're leaning towards we like O'Fallon police. Yeah. Pam had called 911 twice to report a robbery in progress. I don't know why twice, but what Pam didn't realize was, and this is really cool, so when you call 911, before they pick up their end of the phone, it starts, it starts recording. recording. Yeah. I knew that. Okay, so the police, while they were on the way there, they get played the recording. They can ask for it. And I would like to say that they didn't know that they were going to Pam Hop's house. There was a miscommunication. They thought it was Pam something, but not Hup. Okay. So when they got there, they were surprised to see her. But on the 911 recording, there was dead air. Then when the, like operator had said something that is when pam panicked yeah it was started to panic over the phone and when i say dead air it was completely silent yeah there's no way if you were in a panic and someone was chasing you down your hallway in your bedroom and you were trying to get a gun you would be screaming the whole there entire would, time. would be something happening yeah even if you called after it happened you would still be like Used to be worked breath. up. Yeah, you would be like in a frenzy still, breathing heavy, something, uh, pr- talking to yourself. More than likely crying. Yeah, just no, from the adrenaline. Definitely just dead air. It was like, uh, I listened to it. It was literally as if it was, I don't know, acted. Well, obviously. Uh, by August 23rd, 2016, Pam was arrested and charged with first degree murder and criminal action. Police felt what happened was uh, Pam pretended this was their theory on what she had done. Pam had pretended to be a woman named Kathy from Dateline, which is a producer of Dateline. She told Lewis he would get paid to reenact 911 calls. Then she called 911 and proceeded to shoot him five times, plant a knife, money, and note. That, I believe. Yeah. Right. But for what reason? Uh, well, to say because at this point in time, Russ was still hadn't gotten his verdict the second time. She wanted him to stay in prison for Betsy's. Oh, murder. this was her setup to 
okay. make him look guilty. Like, oh, he's still trying to attack me. Keep him in jail forever. Yeah. He wants this money so bad. Look what he's willing to do. And you're about to find him but innocent. But wasn't he still in prison waiting for no, I think he was going through his trial at mm-hmm. the time like his second gotcha. trial with the judge uh I will say that at some point between Russ's first trial and second trial Pam was claiming that her and Betsy were lovers uh she oh also gets God. sued she was also getting sued by Betsy's teenage daughters for the insurance the money, money mm-hmm. she took back out of the trust. Yeah, and Good. the thing that Sarah was talking about with Joel and how he found out about the crime scene photos, which gets brought back in Russ's trial, is because when the girls had sued um, Pam, a lot of evidence used in that case got brought over for Russ. Because it pertained to Russ's case specifically, and one of those was the crime scene photos, which when Joel had opened them and looked, they were perfectly clear that they said that because it was a luminol test of the house. There was no blood anywhere, but where Betsy was found, on the shoes and the light switch. There wasn't blood in the shower, which there would have been had he taken a shower. There wasn't blood in the kitchen, like they claimed. They literally, police said these things. Yeah, they said there was blood all over this house and they had it on pictures when they did the luminol testing, but the pictures wouldn't develop. How do a... How do digital pictures Digital photos Were they definitely digital photos, though? They were digital photos. Yeah, that that is... Well, then there's no developing. It's instantaneous. Right. 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 Makes absolutely no sense. But during his first trial, that was what they said is those photos did not develop so they could not show proof where the blood was all over this house. They just knew it because yeah, they, they just, were there that day. Yeah, they saw it. It lit up blue but everywhere. When he went to his second trial, somebody had sent Joel these photos without the prosecution knowing. So he was like, oh, well, where's all the blood that you guys claimed you saw in the first trial? Yeah, there is none. And so that and I helps. have proof because I have these photos that you claim don't exist. Right. And all of that got brought to life because the girls sued. Well, Pam. thank goodness they Good. were like, uh, I don't think I don't know if they actually ever won. I don't think they did. I don't think they did. That's bullshit. I don't think that they won, but that definitely helped prove Russ's innocence. Okay, back to Pam and this stupid bullshit she's doing here was the reasons why they thought that this was exactly how it happened and when i say this is what they thought they knew that's exactly what happened lewis had been in a car accident in 2005 it left him childlike mentally and he couldn't even use his left hand and he walked with a limp So he couldn't have gripped anything in his left hand. He couldn't have even ran. That is so sad. He never even left his... The only time that this man would leave his mom's side was when he would go for short walks around the neighborhood, which he lived in St. Charles. And so she basically took major advantage. I was going to say, she preyed on him too. Well, yeah. 
he was an easy she target. She pretty much went driving around looking for somebody, and he just happened to be walking down the street. Um, her cell phone had actually pinged right at Lewis's front door. Like, they have proof that she was standing in his apartment building that day. And she claims that it pinged there because her daughter lives close and that she was going to visit her daughter, which she hated. But no one was home, so she couldn't prove that that's what she was doing. I wouldn't say hated, but she strongly disliked her because of the her dad. Um, and the fact that she took away her college years and all that. Six days before Lewis was shot, police had actually gotten a report from a woman named Carol Alford. I would like to go on the record and say Russ is dating her. They met at Pam's trial. The woman that um, was described in the report matched Pam's description. Um, the woman had offered Carol $1,000 to reenact a 911 phone call saying that she was Kathy from Dateline. Basically, Carol had talked her into pulling into her driveway, which was the smartest decision she made because she had security cameras outside of her house, which picked up Pam's picture, car, and license plate. And this is the same situation. She was just randomly driving around looking for yep. people who were outside. Trying so like that she pretending could... Pretending to be a producer of Dateline. Yeah. So and this lady could... was, like, walking from her car to her house. She was actually taking out her dog. I knew she was, like, outside for some yeah, normal she... reason. Yeah, she was taking her dog outside to go to the bathroom when Pam had stopped and asked her, Hey, give you $1,000 to come back blah 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 and the woman like act the carol she had actually like kind of put on like going and like she, she was had gonna got, go no she had actually she walked in she grabbed two knives got in the car and then got really really uncomfortable and made pam take her home thank goodness oh so she took protection for herself Right, and then... Because she was like, there's something weird about this? Yeah, and then she was like, mm, I changed my mind, take me back home. Mm-hmm. Because I could see someone being like, oh yeah, $1,000 and all I gotta yeah. do is act for 10 minutes? Sure. Yeah, so she wanted it to see where it was going. It seems weird, though, I that mean, a producer of Dateline would be driving through neighborhoods and randomly stopping at strangers and being like, hey, can you read this script for me for $1,000? I just don't see them going about it that way. No. no. Not not only did she try this with Pam, but she had also tried this with a man named... You um, mean Carol? Yeah. Not only did Pam try this with Carol prior to Lewis, but she had actually tried with a man named Brent Carlton, which also had reported this to 911, like to the police or whatever. Another so fact... she's just making a friggin' trail... Yeah, I was going to say. She went... Well, she kind of made a trail the first time and... Yeah, but nobody was picking up on it. The $900 bills found in Lewis's pocket had four of them had consecutive serial numbers to the $100 bills found in Pam's dresser. What a moron. Yeah. Thank goodness she's a moron. Well, I mean, yeah. thank goodness she's a moron, but what a fucking moron. I feel like most people don't think about that. Yeah, you I know? don't think they do either. No. I know. I don't think about that, like, ever. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, have, no, but I, have, I have no, no reason, reason to, think, to think, about that. think about that. That's No, that they yeah. have consecutive serial numbers when you go get 
crisp hundred dollar bills from the bank. Right. They had proved Pam was the one who bought the nice knife that Lewis had attacked her with because it came from the Dollar Tree and it's only sold at the Dollar Tree. Okay, of wait, course wait, her wait, cheap wait, ass wait. also bought a knife from fucking Dollar Twenty Five Tree. <laughs> well, it was actually Dollar Tree at this point. The Still. Dollar Tree. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> dollar. <laughs> Okay, so remember I said that she she had claimed that she had karate chopped the, the knife out of Lewis's hand? I have hand. seen this woman. In I've seen this woman. Car- she ain't karate chopping anyone. Oh, uh, well, she is a Dollar Tree knife because it's probably weighs as much okay. as a petty. So, so or a she, dollar. She said that she did this in her car. Right, so you would think that where would the knife be found? On the floor of the On car. On the floor of the car? No, 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 no. The knife was actually found tucked in between the passenger seat and the middle console. But if you walked into Pam's house, her kitchen knives were tucked in between the stove and the counter. So, coincidence? I think not. I'm confused. I'm also Instead confused. of using a knife block, you know how there's a gap in between your, your stove and the countertop? Oh, she, she had would... just stuck her knives in that little yeah. grate. So they're claiming the way the knife, knife was, was in the car, which was in between matched the Matched the way she did it inside of her house. In her kitchen. Because it was like blade down in between the seat That's and the middle weird. console. I've never seen anyone... Stick their knives in between their countertop and their stove. No, because there's food crusties that yeah, get in there. Yeah, and that's it's just really it's down there. really gross. And it it, it, I th- it I takes th- a lot of effort to clean. You only clean there every so once in a great while. You know, when you move? No, when you, yeah. you like pull the stove <laughs> out, once you can one, clean there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like once a year, maybe every three years, <laughs> you pull the stove out enough. To wipe out all the food crusties on both sides of the stove, yeah, but you but don't store knives there. You no, get a knife block. Otherwise, you store it there and you have to you wash a knife every single drawer. time before you use it. Uh, what I'm saying is, do you know how much grease is in there? Even if you clean that once a year to once every 17 years, you're never getting all that grease out of there. You're just not. Wouldn't they just be in the way while you're trying to cook? Yeah, that's another thing I was thinking. Okay. Like, anyway, um, this I like is how I like how weird we regard. focus on the... She's fucking weird. Okay. weird. So it's not surprising. You know what? This is why she deserves to go to jail. Put your knives in a knife block. Okay. Or a drawer. I mean, she do- deserves to go to jail for a lot of fucking reasons. I mean, she has murdered... Two people. Three she murdered her three, mother. Three two. people. And she shoved her mom off of that balcony. this is why I said no matter what, she's never going to get a fair trial. Oh, no. Um, so, during Pam's uh, second police interview, like after she was arrested and charged, they had left her alone in the room. And, okay, so if we're, sitting at, if we're sitting at the table, right, like this... They had left her with a water bottle and a ballpoint pen, and I think there was, like, paper on this table. Oh, my. Did she, like, fall and hit her head? No, no, no. No, no. No, no, no. She gets stabbed. Buckle up. (laughs) Uh, Pam? She slip on some water on the floor. She tried to commit suicide via paper cut? Sure. Um, (laughs) She did or she didn't? Listen. (laughs) Pam sat there for a little while and then reached out. And slowly grabbed the pen, pulled it off the table, and then tucked it into the waistband of her pants. 
and then went, hey, can I go to the bathroom? She locked the door to this bathroom, which was like a stall-type bathroom, and then proceeded to stab herself in the neck and wrist several times. With a fucking ballpoint pen? Yeah. Yeah. She tried to take herself out. What was she going to say? Russ was in the fucking... <laughs> the... Uh, the police bathroom? Thank you, police department, sitting in wait. He pushed me into the bathroom and stabbed me with a fucking ballpoint pen. What is she going she's, to... She's recreating the stab wounds, even, that were on Betsy, on herself. Mm-hmm. With a pen. So she can say, Russ was just <laughs> hanging out at the police station. <laughs> She's fucked up, okay? She's a fucked up individual. I would have never thought to stab myself in the fucking the ballpoint pen. I would have never thought to stab myself. I mean, that had full, to fucking hurt. Full stop. Yeah, it had to hurt. Like, son do, of a bitch. Do you know how much you have to be, like, how insane you have to be to just stab yourself with a regular knife, let alone put amount of force into stabbing yourself with a ballpoint pen? That's what I'm wondering. Like, how deep did she really go? Like, how Oh, no. Was- she was, like, stabbing herself. Yeah. She was bandaged up uh, pretty good. Oh, after. that's why in most of her photos on yeah, the internet. Yeah, her neck is wrapped. Oh, yeah. my. Is because she was, like, legit, like, fucking just stabbing herself. Um, She was trying to end it all. Yeah, that incident. Uh, So, Phil, that's the, that is the Dr. assistant. Phil? No. The assistant prosecutor in this case in her trial. Um, grown, grown something. We're going to call you Phil. Thank you. The assistant prosecutor had was like he considered the incident quote conscience consciousness of guilt. That's what he called it. Yeah. Well, yeah. She, she knew that she didn't have a chance. This she time. was backed in a corner with no way out. Yeah. So she pled not guilty January thirty first two thousand seventeen. Oh, I forgot to write it down, and it almost slipped my mind. So, another reason... No, this is, like, fucked up. So, when she had shot Lewis, he was found on... Because they renovated homes, right? So, he was found on a, like... uh, What are they called? Like, a sample piece of carpet. Oh... That covered her hallway rug. So, so that the blood didn't seep to her fucking carpet. Uh, That's uh, fucked up. I can't believe that I forgot to include that. So she set up the crime scene. Yeah, she set the shit up. This lady is beyond. She didn't just like take him down to the basement and lay some cardboard down. Yeah. Or I don't know. She could have like picked up her rug. Or not killed somebody. I know. That's what I'm saying. But like. How like it would have been like less conspicuous to just be like, oh yeah, I pulled up the rug because I was taking it to get it cleaned or some shit. Not I conveniently you laid just, down this sample carpeting yeah. over top of my rug so there wouldn't be a mess. Yeah, I mean, after I, had, I shot this guy, I had time to do that. You know, running for the gun. That's probably what she said. Is I had time. I mean, he was slow, so I just threw down the carpet because I knew I was gonna shoot him self-defense i, I would have put I you know a masking myself. tape x on it but i ran out of time i you know i would have also hung plastic up in to protect my walls but you know prosecutors announced that they were going for the death penalty march 2017 
Good. They wanted her dead. Bye. Uh, John Cunningham, the 11th Circuit Court judge, ruled no evidence related to Shirley could be brought in, but a month later ruled that they could bring in evidence from Betsy's case. Okay. Good. Considering she gave herself the exact same stab wounds. Pam's court date was set at June uh, 2019. And so... Pam would actually end up taking an Alfred plea, which I have the definition for. Oh, my God. So, an Alfred plea is a guilty plea in which the defendant maintains their innocence but admits that the prosecution's evidence would likely result in a guilty verdict if brought to trial. So, basically, she wouldn't stand trial and she wouldn't be able to get the death penalty, but she would have to plea guilty to committing this crime it makes sense that she would try that mm-hmm. that like she would go Wait, that but, way like they gave her that that like, was they wanted okay so they gave her the like option so that they wouldn't have to like take it to trial i guess but um at the same time i don't know if they actually offered that or pam just said that she would do that because um after her sentencing which happened august 19 or august 2019 she got life without parole and she said that she took the plea to save her family an ugly trial most people do an alfred plea to get out of jail like the west memphis three i think she did it so that she wouldn't get the death penalty i'm pretty sure it's the west memphis three no i don't know she Just wanted out of the death penalty. She is at the... She's probably at Chillicothe. Yeah, that. She's in whatever Bobby just said. Chillicothe. A correctional center, currently. Um, Margaret, who is Lewis's mother, has filed... She filed a wrongful death suit and was awarded $3 million that Pam had to pay out of her prison wages. Oh, shit. Damn. So they're actually currently now garnishing her wages. And when we were getting the COVID relief funds. Like all that stimulus stuff. Yeah. Prisoners were also getting things like that. And they took Pam's. For well, good. Margaret. Good. That but She should not see another penny for the rest of her life. So I think currently Pam is paying her, I think like $700 a month every month out of garnish wages september uh 2020 mark filed for a divorce and they are divorced it took him that long i couldn't believe that he was not picking up on any of this the entire yeah, time but you're gonna he see was that's a like quiet a, shy that's a normal thing a um, lot of spouses have no idea yeah it's really it's scary Especially with freaking serial killers, their spouses have no I know, no a lot of times clue. they are, like, suddenly slapped in the face. Like, yeah. like what the fuck are you talking about? Okay, at the same time that uh, Mark was filing for this divorce, Pam filed a motion to vacate her sentence, and it was denied. And That's why I said I don't understand why they gave her an Alfred plea. And because they're going to do this and probably try to get her on the death penalty because they are currently setting trials to try her for Betsy's murder. Yeah. Oh, so they're trying to but they take her to court finally for that? They want, yeah. they've been, yeah, they started doing that the second she took the Alfred plea. 
they've been trying to build the case against her, but with COVID, who knows when her actual trial will be. Yeah. Well, I hope they finally fucking pin it on her because it was obvious. Oh, yeah. It was so fucking Yeah, obvious. well, she's going to be standing trial in Lincoln County unless she... Uh, they could actually have it moved. Sh- that's what I'm saying. Unless she asks for it to be moved. And they could that will consider... That a shit show circus. They could actually consider when she goes to a trial. fair trial if they move it either completely west coast or completely east coast. Especially after her whole, this, what is this, um, series with Reese Witherspoon? Was that it's on not Net- Reese Witherspoon. Not it's, uh... Renee Zellweger. Because isn't that just like a mini-series It's thing? a mini-series about her. There's like snippets of things that happen to Russ and everybody else involved but it's mostly about her yeah it's called the thing about pam yeah which is crazy yeah since they're doing that whole mini series yeah her trial that. is going to be a shit show we should go also i would like to say please leave please leave russ alone no, he's I mean, a good yeah, guy he's, don't talk he's to innocent. him about it he's don't talk to him about it i was gonna say he's living his life now i just think it's shitty also that her kids got screwed didn't get any which of was that the whole point life insurance. of it yeah which was the whole fucking what started it all in the first place is because she wanted to make sure who she trusted was going to give it to her daughters right i know that was and the whole conversation never, she had with her dad i don't know why she didn't make it her mom or her dad also it, according to a thing about pam one of betsy's daughters uh now has a child and the two girls haven't spoke to Russ since. I mean, I could they see that. They testified against him. I could see that. Yeah, as I said, that doesn't really shock me. So, um, I would also like to say that during the trial between the girls and Pam, while on the stand, Pam was, like, trying to shut up the attorney is talking to her. They would ask her a question, and she would be like, no, 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 sh- no, no, I said no, no. <laughs> like, Oh, so she's like a Larry Jean Bell character. Yeah. She's yeah. got to talk the whole fucking time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see. She tried to say all kinds of things. Like, she had brain damage. Oh, yeah. She, you know, she, uh, menopause caused her memory to be shit. Yeah. I'm just I'm just going through menopause. I just can't remember. I am in my fifties. Yeah. So much. So much. Wow. I'm shocked her her doctor's note didn't include the <laughs> fact that she was in menopause and that's why she couldn't take a lot of I can't get that test. part specifically. I can't wrap my head around. My menopause is keeping this lie detector from working. She can't <laughs> actively do a polygraph (laughs) test because she has a bum leg from years ago (laughs) oh my god all right well if you enjoyed today's episode let us know leave a five star rating leave a review share it with your friends your family whoever and check out our other show if you haven't already make sure you go do that and uh does anyone have any final thoughts on pam hup Don't do what she did. Don't do what any yeah, of these murderers do. Just don't fucking kill people. How about we just don't fucking kill people? Yeah. How about that? Uh, yeah. All right. 
We will catch y'all next week. Bye. 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 Bye.